So, we're back. Episode 2. We are back. We had, we learned a little bit from episode 1. Definitely. Hopefully we'll get all of the technical issues out the way. So, welcome to episode 2. Welcome to episode 2. Thank you for coming back. Okay. We had... We had a good amount of listeners for our first episode. Okay, okay. I was I was pleasantly surprised. Okay, perfect, perfect. So people actually want to hear what we have to say. You know, that's very interesting too. You never Excuse know me. how your like perspective is gonna be taken or if people actually are gonna find interest, you know. Um, but I've been talking about the podcast on my um in my workshops for a minute to I let see. people know. I know appreciate about what's that. Going on, so yeah. yeah. So how you been? I've been it's been great. a week since we've seen each other, pretty much. Basically, which is <laughs> not normal. Yeah, it's unusual. <laughs> yeah. I, I told you when I saw you today, I feel like we're sacrificing our friendship for this podcast. Basically. Yeah. But uh, people seem to enjoy it, so mm-hmm. let's keep going. Okay. <laughs> we, we can catch up on here. Um, let's see, within the past week, uh, we had a menu tasting for the wedding. Okay. So we wow. went to a restaurant and okay. they brought out hors d'oeuvres, mm-hmm. entrees, desserts, mm-hmm. and we sampled them all. Oh, and we, yeah, and we okay. got to pick which ones we wanted. Which ones do? You, well, are you going to tell or are you going to not tell? Um, I know for our hors d'oeuvres, we're going to have these things called grit puppies. Grit puppies, and that is like hush puppies but mm-hmm. filled with grits. Okay, okay, okay. I can get with that. It tasted amazing. Really? Yeah. And then okay. for an entree, I can get one of those out. We're doing uh, chicken and waffles. Chicken and waffles. Yes. Okay. So it's going to be a very southern I was say nice and southern. Yes. It represents <laughs> nice as well. Okay, okay. I like that. But besides that, I haven't been doing too much. We've been playing a lot of video games. Mm. Um, yeah, that's about it. Okay. Trying to find a new show to get into. We watch a lot of TV oh, around shoot. this house. What was that? Yeah, I don't watch a lot of TV, so I t- <laughs> normally I get my TV suggestions from y'all. Another friend nice. suggested this show, Tiny Pretty Things, on Netflix. It's actually pretty good. Okay. Yeah. So, I'll be checking out. Um, you know, not what I would normally watch. I guess it's like a drama, you know? It's, it's surrounding a, a dance school. Mm. Um and just uh there's a the lead black character is a is a black woman. Okay. Um so I think it's very it's very interesting. It's good. Nice. At least, you know, from what I see. We've been every night we try to find something to fall asleep to. <laughs> so I would say for the past four to five days our TV hasn't left MSNBC. Right. Oh like obviously it, Y'all fall asleep to that? Um yeah. We, That's scary. It's, it, <laughs> I would be scared. Obviously, these past couple of days have been nuts. We haven't seen anything like it. This isn't a political show, but I can't follow you. yeah, <laughs> but storming a capital, I have to see every minute of that. I got to see repercussions. I got to see what I got to know what's going on. Okay. You got to stay prepared. You never know. Mm-hmm. Shit. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's about it, man. Okay. You want to get into the meat of the episode? Yeah. What are we talking about today? Today we're going to be talking about wins and losses. Okay, I like it. I like wins it. Wins and losses. There's a great meat mill song, Wins okay. and Losses. Okay. So, okay. yes, I do like it. Yeah. So, tell me about some of your wins and losses. So, I would say that, honestly, growing up, it's, it's kind of like t- two parts to what I feel like wins and losses for me, how I wanted to focus on that. Um, but really, as far, I wouldn't say anything like sports. I was never good at sports. You know, I, st- I always stuck to my lane. I always stuck to, you know, what I, what I could do. But I'm, I was never really a big loss person, but I think that's a very 
Western society, American culture to think like that as well, you know, to think that because you lose at something that means something about yourself or because you don't Mm. succeed at something, it means something about yourself. But nonetheless, I was always a person who tried to like plan things out, make sure I was well researched, make sure I was well practiced. I was never really a social person growing up. So when it came for me, came time for me to actually do things, I always spent a lot of time by myself. So I was able to, you know, accomplish tasks, get done. Yeah, I guess the same type of stuff I do now. You know, I've mm-hmm. always been that type of person. But um, so I was never really a big loser. I didn't really lose at a lot of things unless it was something like sports or something that I, you know, didn't know how to do so i focus my wins and losses really around relationships now Mm. um you know relationships including my relationship with myself i guess maybe just being a life coach that um that is an important part of life for me there are seven areas of life and one in the one is one of them is relationships so I guess I think about those and uh, maybe just because I'm getting older, I'm like, yeah. I want, you know, there's, there are certain things I value out of life and the experience of life now versus before. There's there's, there's levels. Yeah, there's, there's levels. There's definitely levels. There's levels. Okay. So uh, me, I, I, when I think of wins and losses, mm-hmm. just my personal background, I am, uh, a, I, I guess you would call a previous athlete mm-hmm. uh i played a lot of sports uh, growing up as a kid in high school never made it to the college <laughs> level but mm-hmm. when i think of wins and losses uh on the basic level for that mm-hmm. uh to me is competition yeah so as a kid you had to you had to learn how to deal with losses a lot because mm-hmm. obviously you don't you don't win all the time and so that's interesting it makes me think i remember there was one time i was in high school and we had you know we had gym classes the class i hated the most mm-hmm. hated gym class um, and then like, it, there was like a unit where we had to play basketball. Lord knows I did not want to play basketball, uh, especially with like the other boys, you know, I, I didn't want to be kind of the same thing. I didn't want to be placed in competition with them, knowing that that's not my thing. That's not what I like to do. And I didn't like the attention. So I remember it's funny, whenever we had to play sports or something like that, I know I was one who made everybody mad because I would just like blatantly like not participate. Like a day, like everybody's at one end of the court, like I'm slowly walking, taking my nice. time at the other okay, end of okay. the court, you know, like blatantly let you know, like I'm not here for this. No. And uh, when is these 45 minutes about to be up? <laughs> so oh man, I miss it. So, it was for me, competition is still a big part of my life now mm-hmm. which i'm not sure if it's a good thing mm-hmm. but i compete at every single thing <laughs> even down to professionally you know okay. uh, i've always wanted to be the best uh professional wise i started at the very bottom mm-hmm. i'm a college dropout mm-hmm. and i considered the corporate world as a playing field mm-hmm. so i was always an opportunist so anytime mm-hmm. i saw an, saw an opportunity to rise above i mm-hmm. took it and I try to excel to just keep doing that over and over again. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So even if you go back to high school with me, I had uh, I had a nemesis, I would mm-hmm. call him. Uh, he went to a rival high school. <laughs> he was a year younger than me, mm-hmm. but every year in track and field, he mm-hmm. was always better than me. Mm-hmm. He was a tall white boy mm-hmm. and he would whip my ass. So. You start you start taking the losses and you learn from them. Mm-hmm. So losing is a part of the game. If you never lose, you're never truly tested mm-hmm. and never forced to grow. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I took those losses and over the summer, I just kept working harder and harder mm -hmm. and I eventually, I beat them mm -hmm. and, and it felt good. I beat them over and over again. Okay. So, well, like I said, there's levels to it. So you just take that and you apply it to mm -hmm. your adulthood. Yeah, so. definitely. Definitely. So yeah, some of my wins and losses. Yes, please. Um, so the first win and loss that I would say is actually interesting. <laughs> Like I said, relationships are kind of like where my focus are like right now. And um, I remember I had this friend, a friend that I had for a very long time. And I really came to learn that just because you say someone has been your friend for a really long time doesn't mean that they're your actual friend or they're actually your friend. Mm -hmm. Like being friends with somebody and using history as like a, a basis to, you know, um, use as the foundation for your for your mm -hmm. relationship with someone or for a friend you know I, I would not suggest that like it was not working out really well for me and you know were you, were you always like that or did you did you have to learn that time isn't a factor i had to learn that definitely because i did it not only in this relationship but in a lot of other relationships you know i wasn't actually looking at the relationship itself or was the relationship healthy or you know what was going on mm -hmm. but i would say i would keep being in relations with this person just because we had known each other for so long whether even even honestly even family you know mm -hmm. like i guess like you said an excuse like sometimes you will let whoever treat you some kind of way and the excuse is oh because i've known you this longer oh because you're because your title and my, my life is this person or that person but i don't think that that is um i don't think that that's a healthy thing to do and that's what i learned from this friendship me it, it, it took me a while to learn that as well uh i guess until it actually started messing the, with my mm -hmm. well-being mm -hmm. like just being around this person was starting to get toxic and mm -hmm. we were just moving in separate directions mm -hmm. in life. So it eventually you do have to make that separation mm -hmm. and that cut. Mm -hmm. um, and it doesn't have to be nasty. You don't have to say like, mm -hmm. hey, you're you're just not something I'm vibing with right yeah. now or you're yeah. not a good person. You know, you just quit texting them every now and then mm -hmm. or you quit picking mm -hmm. up the phone and then eventually you just drift apart. Mm -hmm. So I don't I don't I don't believe in blood or time being a factor in mm -hmm who who's in your inner circle yeah yeah mine oh my goodness well in my in my lessons i feel like it was the opposite it was always something nasty you know mm -hmm. it always had to end up being nasty i guess maybe maybe it's your perspective like if you don't get it when it's time to get it then you just keep staying in it till it get nasty and then you ain't got no choice let to get out you know mm -hmm. i remember um with this one particular friend um they had come here uh to visit before i forget for some holiday you know something's going it's always some festival or something going on you know in the summertime so i was like okay well you can stay at my place so you won't have to get a hotel um and so he brought someone else with him and then without mm -hmm. telling you well the person didn't stay at my place the person oh, stayed gotcha. somewhere else you know so they were all like trying to get me to go out, go to the club, and everybody knows, well, my friends know who know me, that I'm not really a club type person. You know, You're I'm not, not going to no. the club with you. No, it's no. not going to happen. And you keep asking me over and over and over, and I keep telling you no. So we ended up getting into an argument 
And it all stemmed because I did not want to go out to the club. Mm. And so some other stuff had went down. And then so I'm like texting my friend. We're in a group chat with some other people. You know, so I text my friend, never got a response. Text in the group chat, you know, because we all friends in the group chat, which I really don't do the group chats either. And, you know, especially because of this. And so then I noticed only one person was responding back to me. And I was talking about my friend, you know, but his friend was the one responding back to me. Um, and so I'm like, okay. And then my friend at the time was saying that he can't see my messages. I'm saying, you can't see your message. You can't see my messages, but the other friend can see it's my It's a group message. chat. Come on, and man. It's a group chat, yeah. you know? So I said, no. So I said, well, probably, he probably got me blocked. I said, you probably got me blocked. So I said, screen, I told his friend, screenshot this and put it back in the group chat. And if he can see it from yours, then it's something going on with me and him. So come to find out he did have me blocked. Mm. And then he said he blocked me by accident, but we got iPhone and you can't block somebody by accident. Like you gotta be up, like in a contact, all the way up in that thing, like mm-hmm. scrolling through there to block somebody. So I'm like, oh, okay, you, you blocked me by accident, gotcha. And so then my friend ended up calling me a fake friend and that I'm not a good friend. I'm not a good person. And so we getting into it, you know. And so I was like, well, can you just go ahead and block me back again? <laughs> and so when I said that, he was really upset because I said that, you know. So I, I'm like, can you just block me back? I think I liked it better when I was blocked. No, because I didn't come here for this. So he did. So I ended up blocking him. So I blocked him. And so, uh, you know, then the other friend is texting me, do y'all still, do y'all really want to end y'all friendship over this? I said, you know what? I've already seen that we don't like to do the same things. That this is, that's what this is stemming from. We don't like to do the same things. Mm-hmm. We're not interested in the same things. You know, this is not the first time we've had arguments or, you know, situations like this. Like, Every time I turn around, it's always something going on. And then that's when I had to think, I thought to myself, you know what? This is a relationship that I'm willing to let go because I see that it's not healthy for me. It's not working for me. And really, I'm just saying, calling this person a friend because we've been friends for so Mm -hmm. long, not because we actually like to do the same things or hang out or can talk. Because anytime you invite me to something, I honestly don't want to go to do the things that you like to do. And when I invite you to something, you don't like to do the things that I like to do. I like to wake up and get out in the day and go do things. You know, I'm a very activity oriented person, you know, mm-hmm. even me and you, me and you've done martial arts before. We've done all kinds shoot of the hooch. shoot the hooch. <laughs> we, you've done all kinds yeah, of stuff, yeah. you know. So I'm like, you know, and then my friend, he likes to go out and party all night and sleep all day. I'm like, I'm not, mm-hmm. I can't know. I've I, been there. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Hangovers get worse as you get older, and so to be honest, I don't okay. even drink like that. Yeah, yeah like I yeah, used to. So yeah. like two, like I was doing uh, a shameless plug. I was uh, mm. recording for the gentleman's yearbook, mm. and we were drinking a glass of cognac. Okay, bro, it was the first time in months <laughs> that I had anything other than a beer. Okay, I had a half of a glass, and by the end of the podcast, I was, I want to say I was drunk. Mm-hmm. So I was feeling real nice. Okay, I'm feeling real nice. So yeah, I can't I can't live that sleep yeah, all day. Like even now when I'm staying up, being creative, like working on stuff, I'll go to bed 
like around one or two o'clock in the morning and still bro i'll get up around seven or eight exactly drink some coffee just so i can get the most out of the day day. (laughs) and then maybe i'll go to uh, go to bed early that night but still like you got to be productive during the day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so that's why i just learned you know that it was not being we didn't we didn't like to do the same types of things and it was always some drama and i'm a productive type of person Mm -hmm. you know and um, not saying anything about anybody. People live their life different ways and do whatever they want to do. You know, you're grown. But I mean, we, however you want to put it, it we just wasn't on the same page. So mm-hmm. that it was just like a friendship that that I had to lose. That was one of my losses. It was a yeah. friendship that I had to lose. Well, I haven't had to lose any friends recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say a couple of years ago, I mm-hmm. went through a transition where I lost, I would say three or four different friends. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if it was on me or on them, mm-hmm. but we, like all those friends, we were just in different paths in life. Mm-hmm. I, w- I would say a couple of years ago, I was still in my party kind of wild phase. Mm-hmm. That's when I was still drinking a lot. Yeah. Um, and then I started learning more about myself, getting more mm-hmm. comfortable. I got older. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just on a different path than a lot of my friends did. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say I've grown up now. It's just that uh, I have more responsibilities, mm-hmm. uh, being that I'm about to get married. So I'm planning for the future. Mm-hmm. But, you know, friends friends come and they go. Uh, yeah. But the losses, you just have to, you just have to learn from them, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. But winning in a relationship mm-hmm. is even better when you find a good friend um a good mate mm-hmm. that could that could change your whole world mm-hmm. you know that could that could give you that boost or that extra confidence that you need to get more accomplished mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. just being around like-minded people definitely you know? definitely definitely i try to surround myself with like-minded people i feel like basically the people around who i have around me now like you um you know not gonna name other people by name, but you know, just the people who I have around me now, like everybody is like into doing something, starting their own business, getting their life together, yeah. or something like that. Like everybody has already gone through that phase, like, okay, you know, being wild and crazy and we mm-hmm. ready to like do something different. Like being on like you said, it's levels. Yeah. We're ready to be on a new level and I just learned that if you was not on my level or leveling up, then it, you know, it wasn't gonna work. But mm-hmm. um yeah definitely it's interesting that you said learning about yourself that was another one of my losses and one of my wins Mm, um, that i was thinking about as well um now i feel like well this is a way that i'm still winning you know still in the process of winning if you want to call it that i guess um you know and i'm a life coach so i always tell people you know to get in touch with themselves learn about their learn about themselves and just use use traumas and you know negative experiences in your life really to learn from don't stay stuck in those places and i tell people that from a place of experience you know um i was talking the other day about different ways that we that we like self-sabotage including not having a good relationship with yourself and a lot of people like similar to what I've done have like hidden parts of themselves or like broken parts of themselves off like fractured parts of your personality and then you show this part of you but you don't want to show that part of you because you think that that part of you makes you look some kind of way Mm -hmm. so you're not showing up in your relationships authentically Mm -hmm. 
and uh, you allow people and when you do that once again even like the friendship thing like you allow people to treat you some kind of way you allow people to violate your boundaries you allow people to talk to you crazy or just put you down because you feel like you have to put up with certain types of things because once again you're not showing up as a whole complete person in your relationships and um i've done that my entire life ever since i was little Hmm. um and so growing up i had to i feel like when a lot of other people were already in a place where they kind of were they had a knowledge of self or at least you know some type of confidence in their self i had really lost myself and Hmm. so i had to find myself again find my identity find my voice and um you know what's crazy about that uh i wouldn't say yeah, I, I guess I would say I was jealous of people who I would, who I knew who they already had a set plan in mm-hmm. life. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I wanted to be this ever since I was a kid mm-hmm. because I I didn't know. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've spent the past ten years trying to find myself, mm-hmm. and I'm finally becoming comfortable yeah. with yeah. who I am. Mm-hmm. And I think once you do that, once once you find yourself, once you take the time to actually do it figure out who you really are to mm-hmm. you, to your spouse, to your friends, mm-hmm. who you come off as to the world. Once you're comfortable with that, mm-hmm. that is one of the biggest wins. Yeah, you can definitely, have. definitely. It just sets everything else in motion. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like true self-confidence, like, and, and just, yeah, self-confidence, self-esteem, and mm-hmm. It's like it works in a different way than you think it's going to work. Once you like solidify it in yourself, the way yes. that you come off to the world gives you what you were actually looking for exactly. when you were, you know, exactly. when you was trying to yeah. do this and show one side. And, you know, now people look at you and they're like, oh, this is a person who's got it together. This is a person who's really full, full, yeah. full, you know, you know. And let's go back to the inner circle part. I don't want people to think when I say. I have a circle of like-minded people that mm-hmm. we're all just like one like-minded brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that when I say a circle, an inner circle of like-minded people is that we're, we have the same goals in mind. Mm-hmm. We have the same drive. Mm-hmm. And as people from my community say, we're cut mm-hmm. from the same cloth, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but we all bring, we, we all don't agree on everything. Yeah, we bring different things to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just goes with everyone on the network. Mm-hmm. Everyone has their own niche, mm-hmm. which is exactly, great. Exactly. Yeah. And I love the other content creators here. Like, I remember uh, meeting everybody for the first time. I think <laughs> the idea, how you set it up, it was great. Like, uh, I was like, was okay, yeah, 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 it was a good day. Little it photo was a good shoot. Day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so I think those pictures will be coming out soon anyway. Okay. So cool. check check the socials. Okay. You're gonna see a meet the G's yeah. uh, rollout. You're gonna <laughs> meet everyone on the network. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something that you said that I wanted to. Um, oh, when you said everybody doesn't think the same, it's funny because I had I have workshops Monday through Friday. One of the workshops that I had was um, I think it was called like the people around you or the people you surround yourself with. I forget Mm. the exact title of it, but um, you know, I was basically giving information, tips, tools, techniques to evaluate your relationships and make sure that you're kind of in line with the people, you know, kind of the same thing we're talking about here. Um, And one of the things that I brought up was to make sure you're surrounded by like spirited people. That's what Mm. I called it. Because I think the same thing is very different than a like-minded person because you don't like you, 
So you don't want like a yes man around exactly. you or a yes yeah. woman around you. You want people who are kind of on the same level as you. They kind of have the same spirit about them as you, mm-hmm. but you are all diverse and you have different perspectives and different opinions so that when you come together, you're really all helping one another grow and encourage and support and empower one another. But you don't have to be, you don't have to think the same. No. You know, I have a tons of friends who, you know, um, who I do consider really good friends and we might not agree on something at all. We might have two complete opposite opinions no. and we can hold space to still honor and respect the other person's opinion, you mm-hmm. know? And I think that that is important in relationships, you know, being able to hold space for the other person and um, even like healing. One of my wins was healing a lot of relationships mm. that i felt like weren't in a good place and i you know so yeah, that's I'll, interesting yeah talk about that yeah so I, I have some like i can i don't remember them off the top of my head you know like sometimes when i'm coming up with this these things you know i do a lot of journaling activities so i'm like writing them down i'm really working through them and then after i got them integrated into my personality i'm good but um, I have some like a list of behaviors, you know, that I feel like a person exhibits when they're in alignment with whatever, you know, and um, it could be in alignment with a situation, in alignment with a relationship, in alignment with, you know, something that you're dreaming up and you want to manifest, you know, you have to, you feel a certain way about it. And then based on your feelings, your behavior corresponds to how you feel. So a lot of times people are like, Oh, I don't know if I'm in alignment with this. I don't know if I'm aligned energetically, mentally, emotionally with this. But I think if you look at your behavior and you look at your feelings, you can figure it out. But one of the things that I said was being able to be open-minded and open-hearted to hearing what someone has to say without Mm. feeling like I need to do anything about it. You know, I think that's key, especially from a person who like I said, used to fragment their personality a lot and really is to appease other people or do like people pleasing. So I don't think that now you you need to people please. You don't need to agree with someone. You know, you don't need to stop doing what you're doing to make them happy or to agree with them or anything like that. But I think if you are in alignment with a relationship, you can listen to what someone else has to say and be open-hearted and open-minded about listening to it and understanding and have compassion for them still without feeling like you need to do anything at all. Mm, You you don't need to do anything. Yeah. You know, some things that some things to me, if they are brought to my attention, Mm -hmm. some things are just hard to get past, Mm -hmm. but that is when you start making your inner circle a little bit smaller. Yeah. Yeah. And that's when you start cutting off those, those relationships that were just there because of time mm-hmm. and basically, you know, yeah. those can be considered losses, but that can also be considered a win in your life as Definitely. well. Definitely. That's a great up, perspective. It'll open up more time for you, mm-hmm. more clearer headspace, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think that that is important too, like uh, talking about the loss of self, you know, also like winning yourself and learning yourself and knowing yourself, like, just like you said, when you cut those relationships off, and I, I don't want to say cut those off of my perspective. <laughs> I think too is once again, I'm a person who's all about balance, so I might give like two completely different extreme no opinions, doubt. No doubt. but still hold them together at the same time. You know, I do believe in letting relationships go. That's how I say it. I do believe in letting things go. 
Um, but I don't believe in forsaking people. And I was a person who was very angry before and I had, and I could hold a grudge against you for so long. I just know that I don't like you, but I don't even remember what I'm mad at you about. And I still don't care, mm. you know? Um, that takes a Gemini in me that allows me to allow uh, grudges go, to let them go mm. easily. I'm okay. not sure why. Like, if I don't like somebody, I just mm -hmm. don't talk to them and I don't mm -hmm. think about them. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I'm holding a grudge. It's just that they're never in my head. Mm -hmm. That's great. I'm no a, I'm a Aries. Here. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, I'm an Aries. I, um, I'm a fire sign, you know, we're hot-headed. Just yeah, like so you said, stick we, to it. We stick with, like I said, I don't even know why I don't like you no more, but I know I don't like you, you know, and that's the energy that I'm bringing to it. You know, um, so you living in my head, you know, you, you might, I, you, I might not know that you living up in there. You might just be up in there and you know, uh, you ain't pay rent and bills and you getting by, but you up in there. And then Jeez. when I see you, you know, like it's on. So, oh man, I couldn't imagine. Um, yeah, but I had to let those things go so that once again, I could learn myself and get in touch with who I am. And that's when, like I said, we were going to like do martial arts. Mm -hmm. I was going, I was always out every, and I was working from now. Everybody's kind of like working from home or a lot of people are working mm -hmm. from home just because of COVID. But back then I would, I had a position where I worked from home and I could set my own schedule and it was very flexible. I could work when I wanted to work. Uh, if I didn't want to work, I could just say no thanks and going about my day. So I was used to doing what I wanted to do and other people at work and I'm out taking some class mm. or, you know, going to some, doing some activity or, you know, something like that. So, but you know what? I've never getting back to mending old relationships. I've never felt the need to do it. I know that sounds bad. Uh, even in some relationships mm -hmm. where, I might have said something or done something wrong um, or if a relationship ended because I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. I've never felt the need to go back and try to bring somebody back into my life. I feel like everything happens for a reason. I don't want to go out seeking, seeking more drama to mm -hmm. mend. I don't think you have to let the person back in your life to heal the relationship. You know, I don't think that... Um, I would never tell somebody to do that. Not saying that you're saying that, but yeah. I would never tell somebody to do that. You don't have to let the person back in your life, even if it. there are multiple ways you can go about this. If it's having a conversation with the person and still letting it go. And sometimes you can heal relationships. You can heal because it's an energy. You can heal that without them being there or having any interaction with them at all. Mm -hmm. You know, you can let it go from your end and... Um, that's like what I said. I don't believe in forsaking people. I don't believe in, and this is coming from a person who used to forsake people, but I don't believe in wishing any ill intent or harm or like holding a grudge or holding vengeance you, against or anything. You know so, what? I, I don't wish harm on any, on anybody. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure if it would, if this would be considered forsaking, but there, there's certain people in my past that I know will never be in my future. And mm -hmm. I, I'm saying that now, and I'm I'm saying that sternly because mm -hmm. I, I know it's it's never going to happen. It's not mm -hmm. a grudge. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. that I know when those people are in my life, mm -hmm. it was very toxic and harmful mm -hmm. and harmful mm -hmm. to me physically and emotionally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Definitely. I would I would never go back and try to mend those things. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, no, I don't think that's forsaking anybody at all. I think that forsaking well. <laughs> 
It depends on what you, it depends on certain <laughs> things. And once again, I don't mean to judge or, you know, no, I no. think forsaken means that you have completely given up on someone in a negative way. Like if this person was in serious, serious help, like you wouldn't even help them. Like when people say, mm -hmm. I wouldn't piss on you to put oh, the gotcha. fire out. I'm not that type you know, of person. That's what I feel like is forsaking people. Like even, you know, you don't have to be in my life. We don't have to have a relationship. We don't have to do anything like that. Now I'm not saying reach out to me every time you need help because that's not gonna happen. But yeah. if, you know, if- if, if if somebody called me and said, hey, I'm getting robbed right now and you're in my past, in my past life. Yeah, exactly, I'd, I'd, exactly. I'd try to help you exactly. some way. Something I like I call 911 for you. you know, <laughs> okay. From the safety of my own house. From the safety of my own house, you know, I'm still gonna look out for you, you know? Right. And even talking about healing relationships, I think that, well, just from my practices, I practice a lot of like traditional meditations and I wouldn't call myself a Buddhist. I wouldn't call myself anything at all, but I do follow a lot of the teachings like very, very closely. And I do think that just from some of the practices that I have engaged in, I don't think that they're at an absolute level, that there is any difference between me and some other person, whether I like them or not. I don't think, I think that, and this may be far out, but the identities that we have are just like clothes that we wear. It really isn't, in in, in the practices, Is the, I think this is called illusory form. Mm -hmm. You know, it's called an illusory form practice, um, but it shows you basically that really all phenomena, the way that I put it, all phenomena arise and disappear within the space of the awareness. And the way, and what that kind of just means is like anything that you experience, like if you think about it now, you're experiencing through your senses, like you're hearing and you're seeing and you're tasting and you're smelling and you're touching and you have thoughts and you have perceptions, and you have judgments. Um, but you're not having direct experience with reality because you're really, and then you also have your awareness, really you're aware of seeing, you know? Um, so like you say, oh, like I see this and I see this, there's really just seeing going on. There's not really a distinction on an absolute level between this and this, that both of the objects are there in the space of the awareness. You know, it's all awareness. It's all the space of the awareness. There's not really a difference between this object. It's like a TV screen, you know, like everything's on the TV screen, all the objects, you know, you're watching a TV show and it's a coffee mug and a table, you know, and it looks like there's a distinction between them. But when you actually think about it, I mean, it's just a screen, you know, mm -hmm. it's, all the seeing is happening. Um, but even on the level of your experience of yourself, like you, how do you experience yourself? You experience yourself through your thoughts and through your opinions and even your physical body. Um, you, how do you relate to your body? Well, you feel it. It's a feeling. It's a, you know, and a lot of times this can be unsettling for people even, I mean, but you know, if this doesn't resonate or align with you, then, you know, take it like salt and throw it away. <laughs> but, um, your yourself is not a solid entity. Like the self is not a solid entity as much as you think that it is, you know, even on even on a biological level, like your teeth, these are not the same teeth that you always had. You have baby teeth. You, your hair, it falls out and regrows all the time. All of your skin cells, they sloth off. Your blood cells, they reset. Like your physical body is changing completely moment by moment. Even on a subatomic level, you know, you have these particles, you have the 
electrons and they're dis they're appearing and they're disappearing they're appearing they're just like it's not as solid as you think that mm. it is you know and even your thoughts and your opinions and your judgments the things that you think they come and they disappear and they change so then when i look at that and then i look at me and another person it kind of makes that boundary dissolve you know, it makes that boundary on on a on in the back of my mind and on an emotional kind of level. Not always, but it kind of dissolves this boundary between me and the other person because I recognize that I'm more awareness than I am these other things that seem solid. The awareness is what never goes away. Mm. The awareness never goes away. You're always aware of seeing. You're always aware of this or aware of that, even if you may not be aware that you're being aware of it you know like when you're lost in your thoughts or something like that but and all of us share awareness you know that's the and that we all share the drive towards pleasure and away from pain everybody when they're doing something they're really trying to go after some pleasure that they something that they feel like will make them happy even if this person is doing you even if somebody's robbing a bank if they're robbing a bank you know you might see this as wrong but in their mind they're doing this because of whatever they pleasure they feel like they're going to get about get out of that whether that be safety or security or for the thrill of it you know and then from someone else's perspective it's it's wrong you know i'm not saying go rob banks or anything hmm. but i'm just saying you know um Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> and maybe gotta eat. Maybe, don't go, maybe don't go some, to jail, though. Don't maybe need some similarities. But um, when I just think about things like that, that's why I really try to heal my relationships because on the, that's on the absolute level, on a relative level, closer to the self. I feel like those breaks in the relationship because on an absolute level, I don't think that there is absolutely a difference between me and another person. When I break a relationship with another person, I'm in a break in a relationship with myself. Mm. Um, so it does come back to myself and the way that I experience the world. And so even um, like if somebody makes you angry or if somebody makes you upset or they make you frustrated or, you know, they're, they're doing something that's aggravating you. And then you use them as the excuse for why you feel aggravated. When the fact of the matter is that is a judgment that you're having about them in your mind and a behavior that you're reacting to in emotions that you're having, you know, it was that the aggravation is in you. It's not in them. That's a good point. That, you know, it goes back to holding grudges. That mm. only affects you. It internally. only affects you. Oh, I just hit the mic and not mean to do that. Well, yeah, it only affects you internally. So, for me, I've I've learned to let things go. I, yeah. I, I can't say I was always the mm -hmm. type not exactly. to hold grudges, mm -hmm. but I used to. And yeah. he used to eat me up mm -hmm. you know, anytime I would hear that person's name. Exactly. Or see picture, oh, like, okay. Get like, ready all over again. Like, you gonna, you ain't going to get it this time. You know, you're going to get it every time I see you. Oh, yeah. There every should be some I people I thought <laughs> next time I see you. Uh -huh. It's next on site. Time. On site. Yeah. On site. But. I'm grown now. Yeah, you know, so um, you live and you learn. You live and you learn, and I would I always tell people like you know I'm an Aries, um, and I think well everybody has this in them. Not using like zodiac signs or astrology as a reason, you know, as a justification, but um, I just feel like we spend a lot of our energy like always combative or arguing or fighting or even in competition or just because we're very energy like active energy oriented people. 
And then as I got older, I'm like, I can't spend all of my energy on this. Like, you're going to fight every fight. You're going to fight everybody in every fight. You're going to be tired. Yeah. You know, you're going to be very yeah. tired. And there was a point where I was getting tired, you know. So I had to, you know, pick mm. myself and come in, come into that win. Yeah, sometimes you got to pick your battles. Mm -hmm. Pick which things are worth fighting for. Yeah, definitely. What else you got? Um, well, I mean, I could keep going. <laughs> you can't be giving away this free jewelry. Okay, yeah, jewelry. Yeah. Uh, tell them where to find you so you can catch uh, some more of your good info. Yeah, so you can find me at Higher Alignment on Instagram. That's where I go live the most. I'm also getting started on Facebook. But right now, I would nice. say if you want to get the most content, go to Instagram, Higher Alignment. And higher is spelled H-I-Y-E-R Alignment. You already know how to spell that. Um, yeah, so I go live Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. I have life coaching, personal development, workshops. I always give away, like, tips, tools, techniques. You know, I don't really give watered-down information. I'm going to give you examples. I'm going to give you resolution steps. I'm going to give you action steps. Try this out. I have resources for you, you know. So I really, you know, if you catch me on any night, you're guaranteed to get some good information about something. Maybe that might be your night. Maybe it might be whatever it is that you want to Come through, come through the room. Come, come we'll on. We'll see us in there. Yes, yes, I'll be in there. You know, Indeed. So, yeah. uh, I don't have anything either. Just check us out at creativegeniusesnetwork.com. This was episode two. Catch us next week, guys.